0: In the final segment, we are going to talk about. Uh, well, if this was week minus four in the preseason, this would have been a hell of a game. You know, you got Matt Ryan coming into Indy. I mean, everyone's pumped about Indianapolis. Can Frank Reich take the team to the next level with it? With a quarterback that's been there and almost done it boo Abu. Um, and I watched the, I watched the all twenty-two or the coach of twenty-two of the Jaguars game. Oh, it's over, isn't it? This is it. Does Matt Ryan play after the season if he continues on like this? Because this is it's hard, it was hard to watch.
1: Um. Yeah, and that's the story of um obviously the the Coles QB, but for me the this game is is about Patrick Mahomes who is undefeated when playing in a dome. He's 6 and 0. He generally passes uh, for he averages over 300 yards, almost 340 yards. He's 15 to 2 in touchdown interception um rating. Um there's also the fact that so this game is in a dome. It's Patrick Mahomes in a dome. It's Patrick Mahomes against Gus Bradley's defense. He's taken him on seven times. He has 17 touchdowns and two interceptions. Last year, Gus Bradley was the defensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders. Mahomes put 41 points on them and then put 48 points uh, on them. Gus Bradley's defense thus far this year, 72% completion rate, and that came against Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence. This could not be more set up for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to put a beat down. Of course, that probably means it will be um, a trap game. But I think if it was, if I was to have any hope for the Colts in a trap game, uh, it would be if they didn't have Gus Bradley as defensive coordinator. He is an Achilles heel. He seems unwilling to change uh, his approach. If he is unwilling to do that, Patrick Mahomes is going to take advantage of it. I have seen no evidence that he is willing to, to change it. Um, and for that reason, I am going to say that the Chiefs win this.
2: It's a bit like when Gus Bradley was in with uh, the Raiders and the Chiefs played them and he, he never went went away from zero, zero um, defense in the secondary. The Colts need to correct a few things. And I know Matt Ryan is getting all the... The grief and all the critics but he's he says he's getting beaten up the offensive line hasn't worked so far Jonathan taylor hasn't really progressed to what we saw last year and you can put that down to the fact he's not getting the holes and the offensive line which we saw last year which was so constructive and giving him those opportunities hasn't materialized yet they have had a lot of injuries in terms of wide receivers who, who have been out who will look like they're going to return on sunday and i didn't think that the chiefs i know it's a different week but i didn't think the chiefs were overly um i wasn't enamored by their performance against the, the Chargers last week the Chargers. Had the game there to win. They had that pick six, which essentially reversed the whole psychology of how that game went. And we've seen teams in the past where they're written off and two this week they're gonna get completely burnt and somehow they find a way to win. And I just have an inkling that this is this week. I think the Colts are gonna find a way to beat the Chiefs on Sunday and we'll be scratching ahead of Monday how they got it done. We've seen it in the past. Teams just think they're gonna be it's gonna be a blowout. The team riding high come in. And we've seen teams that I oh want get desperate and they have to win and desperate teams somehow find ways to win. And I think we'll see a different uh, performance on Sunday from a team that is railing And we've seen in the past where a team gets blown out the week before. somehow come back to find a way of winning. And it's it, if they win, it is a massive upset because they're going against arguably, one of the best teams in the league. If not, one of the best teams to potentially go and win the Super Bowl this year. But I just have a feeling that they're going to find a way on Sunday to scheme against this Chiefs. Offense, defensively, the players come back off injury as well. Leonard has come back, there's a few players in the secondary, and they'll have a lot more players at their disposal to go and put points up, and they'll find a way to get over the line. So for me, I'm taking the shock, I'm going to Colts.
3: Uh, If you gents will allow me a little bit of cross-sport referencing for a moment. Very clearly, we're just talking about the Panthers. Matt Rawls, um, Derriere is feeling a little bit warmed. He is in the proverbial hot seat. If you don't mind, I'm thinking he's going to be a bit like Scott Parker very, very soon. Maybe the first coach fired from an NFL team this year. However, no uh, another coach that's certainly feeling the warmth around his uh, rear is Frank Reich. And he could be the Thomas Tuchel, the shock firing that nobody necessarily predicted at the start of the year. Jim Ursay is not the most patient of people. He is not best pleased, you can well imagine. Scoring zip against the divisional rival, continuing the decline in Jacksonville uh, is not a good sign. The Colts almost for the last few years. Last few years, we've had this pattern of the Dolphins and the Colts starting the season terribly. And then getting the momentum like last year the dolphins were one and seven and they you know soared back and nearly got a, a playoff spot at the end they've decided this year to actually start well and avoid all that that's a kind of a useful tool and idea in relation to it but the Colts are continuing on this theme of let's just start late let's just lose a few games give people a chance and then try and surge backwards uh surge back the problem is so far they've shown no confidence in being able to surge back. Yes, they were missing Pittman last week. There's a ask. legitimate piece. Did uh, Alexa for some reason wants to talk to me here, guys. Who are you Mark? <laughs> um, so overall this thing, uh when you think about Pittman being missing, you want to give some hope to the Colts, But the reality is
1: Sorry. I didn't get that. The internet an isn't reachable.
3: Alexa, turn off. There we go. Um, overall, the Chiefs. There we go.
2: Michael, you should
0: be we put- very lucky to have Chris Ballard on this broadcast at the end of August. Chris Ballard spent the entirety of the offseason shutting down reporters, and he did. You can go back and look at this. The Colts are a top-class organisation to deal with, and I hope we can have Chris on again, and we can have Frank Reich on or anyone on, uh, or Jim Irsay. But Chris Ballard did shoot down reporters on multiple occasions when he was asked about the depth of the team, and they now have an issue with the wide receiver core. Not just that. Last week, statistically, going with next-gen stats in the NFL, and... Um, the Colts' targets had the least amount of separation of any group in the league, whereas Tyreek Hill had a separation average of a four point seven or four point nine, which is absolutely ridiculous. And that's a discussion for Sunday's broadcast. Uh, but more so, Matt Matt Ryan looks old. Matt Ryan looks done, and I hope I'm, I hope I'm damn wrong. But six and a half points is beyond beyond generous uh, on the spread to to a better bet responsibly do not listen to a word I'm saying but I mean it was free last week it should it should be you know if, if we're looking at games last week with the Packers and the Bills at minus 10 this could be a cricket score and I'll go as far as saying if the Chiefs don't win this game I'll not come on next week like this is beyond the lock. the way that Matt Ryan played last week in terms of the yards of separation the motion out of the pocket his need to feel to try and pressure plays when he didn't need to do so there's only one quarterback that I've seen realms of that and it was Peyton Manning in 2015 2016 I think he's cooked I think he's done
2: let's bear in so mind that we I'm, all I'm, talk I'm picking, we all, I'm picking the Chiefs we all sorry. sorry as a starter scene, we all felt that he wasn't done and he would have a great season and the culture won this division it's two games it hasn't...
0: Yeah, but he's, play- he's, he's, but he's played two games, four quarters. He played barely any preseason, And I expected, of course, I expected him to win, win the South. I thought the Titans would go down. They have so far, statistically. Didn't expect the Jaguars to go up as much as they have. But if he continues to play the average way in which he's playing in those two games, they might not win the game. Man. He's been shocking. And we can sit here and say, oh, Pittman's out, Hines out. That's fine. And those guys can get open. But he's not even throwing the ball correctly.
2: But he's not it's getting the time. Where the offensive line has been crippled over, the, over in the first two games. Yeah, and that's I, and that's, that's
0: a that, that's a that's a that's a head coach and the GM issue as well. Yeah, you know. But I think that, that should have been a
2: fair evaluation. If he was stepping back into the pocket, see, everybody had this narrative that he'll go in there. He's been beaten up in Atlanta because the offensive line has been a pilot you know what for the past five years. And poor Matt Ryan, who's had a great career, has been crippled. If only he was playing for a team that could look after him and keep him upright. And the Coles offensive line had arguably been one of the best in the league for the past five years. So that's that's the that's what we were all banking on. If to get the offensive line if the offensive line was playing really well for the first two weeks and he was back in the pocket and he wasn't making the plays and the arm strength was looking poor, I'd say fair enough, yeah, you are you're, you're on to something. But we haven't seen that yet. I want to see Matt Ryan play a game where he's allowed to step up in the pocket, he's allowed to step back, he can move up in the pocket, he can make the show, and if it's not working then then I'll say, Yeah, fair enough. Right now I don't believe we've seen that. I think we might get an opportunity to
0: see that on Sunday. Aye, but they're playing the Chiefs. That's, that's, all right, look, anyway, it it wasn't Hines, it was Pierce. sorry, on on the injury list. So apologies, folks. Any further comments to make on that? Are we all going once?
2: Everybody thinks I'm bankrupt. Going twice. I I,
0: I think that is a fair play to you, sir. It'll make it a bit of crack on Sunday. I, but,
3: I was going to say know. if it had been the Chiefs defense from a couple of years ago where their biggest weakness was run D I would have more faith in Brian's prediction there like Jonathan Taylor is still going off at 5.4 yards per lick per attempt um, but I just don't see him having the same level of success I mean maybe they can get there with a run D um, but you're a brave man Brian That's what I'll say Especially cool. uh, the Chiefs
0: coming off a long off week as well with the Thursday night
2: Crow got to get into it early. Get behind the team.
0: Okay. Put him under pressure. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah.